Hello and welcome to the Tree of Light podcast. I am your host, Sarah Myers. The passages that I share with you in these podcasts are messages for humanity from members of the spiritual hierarchy. They have achieved mastery over the human condition and reside on a subtler dimension from where they guide humanity's evolution. Their words assure us that what is occurring in the world right now is aligned with the divine plan for this turning point in evolution. As the influence of matter wanes and the influence of spirit grows. These messages can be found on the website atreeoflight.org. In today's podcast, our spiritual elders speak about the emergence into a new dimension. Little of what will occur in the future can be comprehended at the level of concrete mind, for it is beyond the experience of the human species. When the clock strikes midnight on the age now ending, a roar will be heard unlike any sound heard before on earth. For lack of a better analogy, it will be like a compression wave ejecting you into space. As depicted in science fiction, you will be thrust into a subtler plane of earth, This is in keeping with the establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth in the Aquarian age. The new earth will be composed of a finer substance on a plane where the human soul will open itself to the world of soul, the anima mundi. The etheric plane is not one of the highest spiritual planes of earth, but an intermediary sphere for which the forces of evolution have prepared the ground for the new cycle. To grasp the actual meaning of what is being said requires jumping a valence in consciousness. And thus, we focus on preparation for being lifted into the space, long considered empty, of the etheric plane. The turning point will come when the forces of darkness unleash their ammunition in a blind attempt to inherit the earth and all of its resources, fully ignorant of the divine plan. For those in resonance with this plan, there will be an exodus from captivity and matter to freedom into a sphere of life natural to the soul. The portal to the kingdom of God will be open briefly so that all may see, if only for a glance, what the entire human evolutionary process across millions of years has been leading toward. The world will literally be made anew as the long-hidden splendor of the human soul is revealed. Emergence into the new earth is the earned reward of all who have kept the word of God, the sense divinity of the soul, alive in their hearts and minds, despite the pale of darkness that is settled over the dense physical world. Those who have nurtured the inner light, in spite of all exigencies, have manifested the soul's ability to condition human life, a factor that will be paramount in the Aquarian age. In this season of distress with no visible light on the horizon, it is important to realize that the word has been kept alive by the soul's longing for the embodiment of the word, which will materialize when the world begins again in the air. A physical shift in outer planes of existence has never occurred before in humanity's history, 
although a shift in planes of consciousness occurs every night for human beings upon falling asleep and at the end of each incarnation. There is no physical way to prepare for this event, as it will occur primarily in consciousness. The soundest means of achieving the peace of mind of a traveler through space is to affirm and authenticate your identity as a soul, whose past remembrances include frequent shifting between planes of consciousness. The more this realization sinks into one's mind, the easier will be the passage into the etheric plane living. We are gathered in our abode for the purpose of informing disciples that our two worlds are approaching each other in ways that were never before possible. The growing realization that human beings are more than their physical, emotional, and mental apparatus opens the door into the next dimension. Never before has there existed the possibility of bridging the gap between the fourth and fifth kingdoms for more than the lone individual. But this will not occur within a great shaking loose of the dust of the past, of both the dense physical earth and the identification with a body that turns to dust. We know this will come as a shock to many, yet there are countless statements in the teachings of the Master D.K. about the soul emerging into prominence in the New Age. Furthermore, buried in these books are several references to entering a plane more conducive to the life of the soul, including an allusion to the Age of Air. It was judged premature at the time to state such things openly, before humanity was able to make the necessary perceptual shift. Only now, with the death of oceans and entire species of life, can the concept of such a monumental shift in planes of existence penetrate the minds of thinkers. We repeat, never in the annals of planetary history has the stream of life ascended from the depths of matter into the higher dimensions where the wave of evolution will continue on a subtler field of energy. Never, since the birth of the human species at the time of individualization, has such a tremendous leap in consciousness and consequent change of form occurred in order to release the soul into a sphere conducive to its emergence as a mediating force in the world. Thanks to the books of Dwakul and Alice Bailey, we have the language with which to speak with you about these coming events. For the keen student of these books, there can be little doubt about the simultaneity of the Earth's changes and the unfolding externalization process. Great changes were long ago set in motion for the occurrence of this auspicious moment in evolutionary history. It is a moment charged with the intense electric fire pouring through Shambhala from beyond the planet and making it inevitable that massive change will occur. It is all part and parcel of the elevation of life on earth with sweeping implications for each of the kingdoms. Whatever occurs in the outer world should be increasingly less consequential for soul-identified disciples, except as it signals what is dying and what is being born. The higher self of the human being is making its first appearance on the stage of earth in the 21 million years since the embryonic species came into existence. What concerns us now is that the light of the soul becomes manifest on the outer plane and that its radiance be absorbed into the awareness of fellow human beings. For that light is the substance of the bridge 
that will carry the race across what may now appear as an abyss. It is that to your physical eyes only, for the soul sees what lies on the other side of this great passage. Be prepared to lose material possessions and equally prepared to enter a realm in which those possessions will have no meaning. Can you grasp the implications of the fact that the soul will be clothed in a subtler garment designed for receiving and transmitting light into the etheric web surrounding it? We would ask you to ponder this idea as you make the psychological adjustments that will enable you to enter the door into the new era as this one closes behind you. This picture of a new reality does not apply to the entirety of the human race, for many will be left on the other side of that closing door to await an opening in another cycle of evolution. The closer you arrive at sensing what is eluded in here, under the impress of the higher intuition, the greater your capacity to serve others when the time of conversion comes. We are addressing those with discipleship training and the background to be able to conceive the inherent truth of these ideas. As a result of the changes to your atomic structure, resulting from the transformative work of eliminating blockages to the incoming light and increasing your capacity to absorb it, you will have a salutary effect upon all those with whom you come in contact. As stated earlier, the single most important element of the shift from a denser to a subtler plane is the individual's stage of awareness and, we would underscore, the readiness to release previous definitions of reality and replace them with the onrushing reality of a world of light and of love. Most importantly, the more you reorient yourselves to the etheric plane of life, the more you will understand what is needed to allow the etheric current to flow from the minds of masters and senior disciples into the minds of accepted disciples. To become part of the mediating force between the spiritual and human kingdoms, there must be an open channel for the higher voltage of the ashram's energy to flow into the higher centers of the etheric body. Nothing forges this opening as effectively as the soul's recognition of its responsibility to humanity and the plan, along with the practice of those disciplines that serve to construct the anti-Karana and transform human identity from matter to spirit. We reiterate that the physical conversion will enable the shift in consciousness that will underlie the new world as it is upon higher ground that the kingdom of souls will eventually become manifest. The ashram of certain masters will materialize on the etheric plane, the lowest plane to which they and the Christ will descend, and the plane to which evolving humanity will ascend. It is in this intermediary realm where the human and spiritual kingdoms will merge during the Aquarian Age. It may be useful to imagine masters and arhats walking upon earth once again, as they did in the time of Atlantis, simply to reinforce this prospect in your minds. But the new earth will diverge sharply from the present one. The wheel of evolution is shifting into a higher gear, creating a more refined platform for the kingdoms of earth to develop their potentials. The connecting links between the kingdoms will arise through the field of etheric energy 
and the myriad streams of consciousness that will cross and converge in lighted forms and nodal points in the web of life. This is not an easy concept to describe, as it defies the bounds of human language, itself the product of experience. Listening to the sounds of nature will sensitize your bodies to the subtleties of the next world. By observing the workings of the creative imagination, you will realize how that world will be constructed. In place of bricks and mortar, the vibratory patterns of focused thought will build gleaming temples and sanctuaries where the light of humanity will be charged by the light of God and will charge in turn the light of the lesser kingdoms until a resplendent river of lighted substance flows from Shambhala into all the realms of earth. This process has begun and will accelerate once the portal to the new world is open wide. To illustrate the creative building process, visualize yourself walking through the proverbial tunnel of light toward a distant shore that you cannot actually see but know to be there. You sense yourself being bathed in light, flooded by it, though you are still unable to make out individual shapes and forms. After adjusting your perception, you're able to see yourself surrounded by flowing lines and streamers of light in varying intensities and hues coming from all directions. In time, you realize that you yourself are the source of light and missions and are pervaded, interpenetrated by countless other streamers in your immediate surroundings. Now jump ahead to the time when your sight has adjusted to the etheric realm to the extent that you are able to discern the flow of forms from infinitely diverse colors, shapes, and rhythmic impulses. As your vision becomes more refined, you see a great nexus of subtle bodies which form, together, a pool of effulgent light that is nearly blinding but of an irresistibly magnetic force that draws you toward it. It is from such a field that the masters of wisdom and their ashrams will emerge to dwell upon the new earth. If you focus now upon a blazing light emerging from that field, which has nearly blinded you by its overwhelming splendor, you will notice a singularly glowing form. As your sight further adjusts to the light, you will discern a figure of transparency and yet familiarity. This is the one we know as the Christ, the teacher alike of angels and men, and the head of the spiritual hierarchy of our planet. By gaining proximity to his powerfully magnetic field, indistinguishable from the divine force of love, the soul of humanity will arise to fulfill its rightful place in the unfolding plan for Earth's evolution during the great year that begins with the Aquarian Age. We have attempted through this letter for disciples to remove the obscurity of esoteric concepts and occult veils and cut through to the fundamental means by which humanity and planetary evolution will come into the new age. If you are able to respond intuitively to these ideas, you will be better prepared for the earth changes that lie ahead and for helping others through the changes. We leave you in the hope that preparedness by means of resonance will be enhanced for readers of this small amendment to the great teaching of the Tibetan Master. 
Please tune in next week to hear more from our spiritual elders. If you would like to explore these topics further, please visit atreeoflight.org. Until next time, may the love and light of your soul shine bright.